Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. everybody. Welcome to the Lovability Show. Um, I am Jennifer Stiers. I am your host of the show today, and I hope I don't tick anybody off with my uh, with my topic. So I'm, I certainly am glad to be uh, back with you guys live again, and I uh, hope you all will participate. Uh, you know, I know this is uh, this what we're going to talk about today. Why you're still single? It's not meant to attack anybody, so I want to say that first. Uh, it is not my intention. What what I am seeing is I do see patterns in the way that people are dating and the things that they're doing to sabotage themselves uh, and and their dating life. And uh, so I want to clear those up, uh, maybe clarify some of those things uh, for you men and ladies, because you're both doing it on your end, uh, on each of your end, and some of you are doing simultaneous things. And that way you can you can do some self, uh, you know, uh, reflection and see if there is something you need to change in you. It may be something you're doing in action or it may be something you're doing as far as or 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 feeling or saying in regards to emotion your emotional state. Uh, so uh, so anyway, so that's where we are. Uh, say hello if you're here. Um, I always love to always love to uh, get feedback from you guys and see who's joining. Uh, so I do have my phone with me today. Uh, so. Okay, so here's where we're going to start. Um, I have my I have my laptop and my phone, so I should be able to watch you guys online. All right. So why is dating not working today? Eight million zillion reasons. Um, one of those reasons um, is one of those reasons is that uh, people uh, in their and I, I'm going to say this one first. Again, don't kill me, but uh, but people that are in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Um, they tend to, we, we're hearing this a lot in the matchmaking community. It's, it's, it's universal. It's not just in Texas. But a lot of people are not dating in their age range uh, or trying to date unrealistically in, an, in a, a world where we're not equally yoked, so to say, because people think they look younger than they do. I'm just going to say it. And I hear that a lot from 40s, 50s, and 60s. I know we're taking better care of ourselves. I get, I mean, I get that. And I know, I don't know what time does as far as playing tricks on us. Um, is there any way for you to get that uh, curtain shut a little bit for me? Um, so we had, a, we had a glare come in from the door. Um, so, uh, so anyway, um, I think what happens is our biology, because we feel good, 
it plays tricks on us as far as, okay, well, I feel like I'm 30, even though I'm 60. And therefore, and I, I think there's some level of, uh, misconception or deception when we look in the mirror we see we i think sometimes people see their younger self and they 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 don't necessarily see the things that other people see we're we're our age it's great if you look good for your age that's a more appropriate statement so if you're one of these people that finds yourself saying well i'm 60 but i look 30 or i'm 60 and people tell me that i look um that i look uh 30 all the time why not just say instead well i'm 60 but i look good for my age because the truth is is you don't really know if you do look that young and, and i think that that is getting in the way of you choosing appropriate partners because at the end of the day the reason why people are, are single is because they're not choosing the right partners and that could be because they're not choosing people emotionally from the from the right place meaning they're not healthy they're uh they haven't done the work so they're not choosing the right partners but the second reason may be that they're also not choosing the right people for them because they don't see themselves the way that they should. And I can't say that I see that in any different with men and women. I think it's all the same in regards to, uh, in regards to um, uh, people, in regards to people dating. So there's everybody. Okay. Um, hi, Leslie. Good to see you. I know I didn't have my chat up, so I was just working on that. Okay. Uh, second of all, so date your age. It's great to look great for your age, but don't use that as an excuse to go into a different dating pool, a different age dating pool, or think you should be dating younger because you feel younger, or you're so active, or you're so, you know, you look so good for your age. Date your age and you'll be okay. You'll be safe. Um, I think there's a lot of safeguards within age groups too, not just with um, equal looks, but I hear people say a lot of times too, guys, uh, ladies, but mainly you guys that like to date younger women, these younger women say, I don't want to be taking care of a man when I'm, you know, when I'm 50, I don't want to be have a 65 or 70 year old, you know, guy that may have a lot of health problems. I don't, they, I hear that a lot. Uh, so I, I feel like that's really important to, uh, really important to throw out there as well. Uh, okay. So second of all, uh, Second of all, men are asking women to pursue them. So I'm hearing this a lot lately, which is driving me nuts. Hey, Deb. Um, I miss you. Um, but men are, I'm hearing this a lot from women that men are saying, ask me out. Pursue me. I want to be pursued. Guys, be a guy. Be a man. Men aren't meant to be pursued. We're not supposed to pursue you. You're supposed to pursue us. And you complain, like guys, that women aren't feminine enough and that they're not letting you lead and that they're, you know, um, emasculating you, demasculating, whatever that what word is I can't think of right now. <laughs> that, you know, you, 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 this is happening because you're also feminizing yourself. I mean, if you expect a woman to court you and pursue you and ask you out, we've got problems. We have real problems. And again, I'm not hearing this from one little source. I'm hearing this from multiple sources. I'm not, it's not to say 
Because guys, I, I stand up for you on this. I really do. And the fact that if a woman says to me, well, you know, he wants me to, you know, make, to be more open about making suggestions and uh, reaching out to him that he doesn't have to be, always be the one that reaches out. And I agree with that. I mean, ladies, don't sit back and make the man do all of the work. That's not what this is about. Maybe grandma, you know, maybe grandpa did all that for grandma, but we are living in different times. He's busy. We're busy. We have different schedules. Um, you know, it's 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 perfectly okay if you haven't heard from your guy ladies to reach out to him. But guys, this is not a, a traditional woman that wants to be courted and pursued, which is what most of you guys want. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this show. You need to pursue them. And that just doesn't mean, you know, you asking them out. That means you actively going after them. That means you communicating with them on a regular basis. That means you making them a priority. That means you setting dates to go out, giving her notice. Um, you know, I, I hear that as well is that I get it. Some of you guys are super spontaneous and that's, that's fine. But you know, do you, do you know what it does to a woman to give a woman a little bit of notice a little bit of a little bit of notice to a date like if it's a tuesday and you ask her out for a friday or saturday guess who she's thinking about tuesday wednesday thursday friday right until that date she can't wait to see you she can absolutely not wait to see you and so give her something to look forward to right uh, and ladies give him something to look forward to uh, you know get, be excited about the date let him know you're excited about seeing him let him know how you feel give him something back it's not about him giving it all and doing all the work if he's pursuing you positively reinforce him back ladies. That's important. Uh, okay. So let me jump back on here. Hey, Deb. Um, okay. So next it leads me to, okay. So, uh, guys, I want you to pursue a woman. She's not there to pursue you. Um, you need to ask her out ladies that why are ladies still single? I'm going to tell you why ladies, a lot of you, a lot of you ladies, and I talk about it all the time. One of these times you ladies are going to hear me, but you ladies need to stop having expectations too high of expectations or, or expectations at all as to what this is supposed to look like. So if a guy calls you or messages you on Wednesday or Thursday and asks you out for Saturday, don't play games with him. Don't be like, well, he didn't. He waited until Thursday to ask me out for Saturday. So what? He asked you out. He gave you notice. If you want to see him, go out with him. You know, who knows what he's been doing during the week? He could have been extraordinarily busy. He could have been out of town. He could have been working until 11 or 12 at night. I mean, you never know what the story is. But if you want to get to know him, ladies, don't put an expectation on how he should court you. If you want him to court you, let him court you the way he courts you. And if it's not up to your standards, that's when you have a conversation with him. But it's it's a positive conversation when you're together versus telling a guy what he's not doing right, right? So it is a matter of on your, you know, third or fourth date, if the pattern continues where he's not maybe notifying you ahead of time like you would like, so you can plan ahead, I just let him know, you know what? I love our time together. I enjoy seeing you. Uh, you know, I am kind of a planner. It would be really awesome in the future 
if you would, um, if you would, wouldn't mind letting me know ahead of time, because every single time I hear from you ahead of time, it gives me something to look forward to all week. You know, I, I'm thinking about you more and I'm just a little, I'm, I'm excited and, and I get to figure out what to wear. I want to look pretty for you. And so I have time to go buy a new outfit or whatever I want to do or get my hair done. But, uh, but it does give me that time to do that. So um, I would love that. Plus I have a lot going on with my business or with my kids or whatever it may be. Just, just so you give him an idea of what you like, because men really do want to make us happy. They do. Uh, they may not act like it sometimes, but they really do want to make us happy. So, uh, so we have to tell them how to make us happy. Uh, all right. So uh, next, this is another interesting thing, guys. Just because women are becoming more uh, assertive in the workplace and becoming more assertive in general, it doesn't mean she should pay for a date, right? Women should not be expected to pay for a date. I can't tell you the amount of messages I get from guys, ladies, this might surprise you, and guys that have plenty of money, plenty, that, that actually do not want to pay for every date. They want a woman, they actually want a woman to volunteer to pay for a date. I mean, it's just it's just wrong on so many levels. Guys, if you can't afford to take a woman out, don't date. I mean, if you want the traditional role of a ma male, female, masculine, feminine, be a man. That's your job. And ladies, it would be nice, it would be a very nice gesture if you paid every once in a while. You know, you surprised him and paid. You grab the check and pay it, you know, before the, but you know, when he goes to the bathroom or something and, you know, and, and he doesn't know about it, surprise him. It would be a great surprise. Or, or bring him something or, you know, do something for him or plan a date that you've already paid for. Buy concert tickets. Do something to contribute so that he feels like you're contributing. But guys, this expectation for a woman to pay for a date no, she's she she should she should be comfortable in the fact that you're the man and she's got to let you lead, and she wants you to lead because she's going to set the pace for that with all the fir the first several dates. I get it when we get into relationships uh, down the road, you know, and we're in, in long term relationships and things like that, or marriage where you have joint credit cards and things like that, and it just becomes a different story. But uh, you know, uh, it, it's. I don't know that 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 man, that true gentleman, that guy that gets that piece, doesn't expect it, which is when ladies really want to do it. When a guy when a guy insists not that he doesn't want you to do it, that's when we really want to, um, because we love that he's so chivalrous. Uh, but those guys are becoming more and more uh, in, uh, extinct. And, uh, and I hate to say that because I don't really want that to happen. Uh, but guys expecting a woman to pay, n not so much. Uh, okay, so uh, everyone these days, whether it's men or women, this is another reason why people are still single. This is a huge reason why people are still single. Everybody's going to throw the towel in so quickly. So we're... We just don't value relationships and people the way that we should. I mean, every if we like somebody, and I mean, as a matchmaker, I get to control a piece of these dates. Uh, and 
And so with that, with, with doing that, I get to say, okay, so this is what you like. This is what you liked. You had a really good time. You had a great conversation and fun. You need to go out again. Well, I, I'm not attracted or, you know, I didn't really feel any chemistry. That's okay. Sometimes you don't on a first date. And, and sometimes, the chem, sometimes when you have that crazy chemistry at first, it doesn't work out because crazy chemistry can turn into a very toxic relationship if that's all you have. And so, so I always suggest to my clients that they go out with somebody uh, more again if they like them. Hey, Tammy. Hello, Wanda. I haven't seen you in a while. This is fun. Uh, I got a bunch of ladies watching. I need some guys on here so I can so you guys can hear what you need to do. All right. So, uh, so, but throwing in the towel quickly. Everybody does it. If he doesn't have this, he didn't open the door for me. He didn't pay for my valet. I mean, he talked about himself the whole time. I hear that a lot. I've said that before. Uh, guys tend to do that, ladies, when they're trying to impress you. Um, they're going to talk about themselves and how great they are and how much, you know, how much they have to offer you and their great job and their family and blah, blah, blah. But usually it's trying to impress you. So give them a little bit of grace on that first date. Guys, don't be all into yourself. Uh, we should be, we should be listening more than we're talking on a first date. Um, and if everybody did that, Jamie, finally a man that I can talk to. Although, although Jamie's very old-fashioned, so he's already there. Uh, Wanda says she agrees. Um, it, it is, it's so true. I'm not sure which one you agree with, but I'd love to know, Wanda. But everybody's so willing to th wants to throw in the towel so quickly, and we, we can't do that. Everybody's got imperfections, you included. You know, and and. Just because you don't like somebody right off the bat or you didn't like some something about somebody, I can tell you one thing. There's a reason as a matchmaker, I set people up on their first date and they don't talk before the first date. There is, there is rhyme to my reason because expectations get in the way and it's you ladies, honestly, it's you ladies expecting something from him just because he asked you out you expect that he's going to text you and be, tell you how excited he is or he's going to be in touch with you prior to the date. You have no commitment. He's asked you out on a date. That's all you got. You know, so it's if women could learn to just take things slowly and accept what somebody's giving you and don't expect any more and until cuz when you meet somebody so that's what happens when you meet somebody. So when you meet somebody, then you get a better a better uh, gauge for who that person is. And then you can start, you know, putting some pieces of the puzzle together. But but you guys are breaking up before you even go on a first date because of expectations. And so that's, that's a really hard thing. Uh, that's a really hard thing. Hold on, what did I do? I'm trying to get to my comments. Okay. Oh yeah. So Wanda says that a man should treat a lady. Yes. Why is that? Why is that so outlandish that a guy should pay for the date? Unless you ladies ask a guy out. I've said that a million times. Ladies, if you're the one asking him out, which I would advise you not to do, although guys would love that. Guys watching would say, I would love it if a woman asked me out on a date. Of course she would, because that wouldn't, that wouldn't require any risk on your part. But if a woman is going to ask you on a date, does she know boundary lines between feminine and masculine? And what's, what's that whole relationship going to look like if she's calling all the shots? 
Ever thought about that, guys? So, you know, it's, it's great, ladies, for you to show interest in guys. It's another thing to be aggressive and go after them. Men want to pursue you. They want to pursue you. And if you don't give them something to pursue, you don't give them a little bit of a challenge, they're gone. Just basic psychology, ladies, that's all. Okay, so, so give people a chance, not just before the first date, but, but once you've met them, so they weren't perfect on the first date, so they didn't say all the right things. So you found a flaw. Stop looking for the flaws. That's the other thing, too. I can talk to people after a first date, and they can give me 10 reasons or 10 things they didn't like about that person, and I'll usually hear those first. And so we have to change what we're look. You should be going on a date, watching for red flags, being discerning, but not looking for what's wrong. Okay, there's a huge difference. And why are why are some people still single? Because they're never going to find anybody to match the expectation that they have of some unrealistic perfect person that doesn't exist. So if you're that person that leaves a date and says, I didn't like this, I didn't like this, he didn't do this, he didn't do that, he said this. If you're that person complaining after a first date, you're, you're, your head's in the wrong space. You know, I have a client and I love her for this. Even if she didn't like the guy, like even if it wasn't there, she will come and she'll say, you know what? I had fun. That's her first, that is the first thing she leads with. She'll say, I had fun and this was great about him and this was great about him and this was great about him. So she's finding that silver lining right off the bat. And she's open, even though there may be things, red flags even, or yellow flags that she's seen. She's still willing to go the step further if they had a good time and, you know, it seems like there may end up being something there. So uh, so that's super, super important. Uh, let me get back to my notes here. Uh Ron, you're here. We're going to set these guys straight, Ron. I need you here. Need your need your male support here. Okay, so so everyone throwing in the towel quickly. Give it 3 dates, guys. I know that's a hard ask for some of you. Give it 3 dates. And some of you probably need to do a little bit more screening on your online dating apps before you even go on one or you wouldn't waste your time with, you know, some of the the loser stories that I hear. Uh, bad, bad, bad online dating stories that I hear. Uh, okay. So when people go on a date, uh, oh, that's what I was just saying. Um, you go on a date and you come with the negative instead of the positive. We should be finding what we like in a person, finding their good, looking for it, leading with that, but keeping our eyes open. Uh, so, uh, Finding fault in anything or any effort that someone tries to put forward. Again, it goes along with the last one, but it's a little different. If a guy is texting you, but he only texts you once a day and you want to hear from him more, it's not a deal breaker. You can, you can talk to him and tell him what you like and see if he's willing to make some modifications for you. And usually they are if they can. So uh, it's... It, it, you know, a guy that, that, that texts you, but hasn't asked you out for the weekend, but he's communicating with you regularly, but he hasn't asked you out yet. What's the problem? You know, he, he's, 
if, if you'd like him to ask you out sooner, that's a discussion you can have, but it's not a reason to not date him anymore, ladies. It, ladies, it's, it's you more than it's men that do that because you find fault with everything these guys do. No wonder they walk on eggshells trying to get on a date. I'm taking you guys as uh, watch, taking you guys as back right now. Uh, so you know, uh, guys have to go through a lot to ask out a woman. They they risk rejection, which you know, that's okay. Uh, if ladies gave better buying signals, then uh, they wouldn't have to be ha risk so much rejection. Uh, but uh, I do think that we need to stop um, finding fault in effort. So if somebody's making effort, they're doing something, but they're just not doing what you want, then give them a break. Teach them. Be willing to talk to them about it. And don't criticize them. I mean... You can talk yourself out of somebody, people. And I think you guys talk yourself out of sometimes really great opportunities. And I do hear it from some of you that you have, have done that before and regretted it later, but you can't get that chance back. So don't do that. Uh, so I think the next thing, I'm, I hope this isn't happening as much, but I know that it still is. And that is moving too quickly sexually. Uh, women that lead with their bodies sexually and men that lead with their... Guys, a woman would like to know that you have a sex drive, but they do not want to sleep with you or you to pursue them or try to get you to go to bed with them um, that evening of a first date, at least a good woman. If she's not a good woman, sorry, ladies, but if she's not, she will. And, and ladies, those of you that do that, You'll typically, I mean, every once in a while, one in a million chances, you people, there's people out there that get married after a one night stand, but it's not normal. Uh, guys will sleep with you. Guys will sleep with you if you give them the opportunity, but it doesn't mean they want to have a relationship with you. Don't lead with your bodies. Don't lead with your sexuality. Make a man work for it. He wants to. He'll take it if you're going to give it to him, but at least most of them will. Um, but but uh, but make him work for it. Okay, so we have, uh, sorry, Jennifer, I don't think texting is effort. Uh, I personally find it impersonal and lazy, especially when I share upfront that I'm not big on texting. Got it, okay. Um, and, you know, I think, and that's it, that's great. That's your personal preference. And you are communicating that upfront. I will tell you, and that's, before cell phones were invented, texting didn't exist. So it was a phone call or no phone call, right? I wonder what the expectations were back then because I really don't remember. Uh, I don't remember pre-cell phone dating. <laughs> um, but having said that, before text message came about, how often did a guy call you before a first date? Does anybody remember that? Do we know and any clue? I know my producer's young. He has no idea. Mm. I'm just curious what that was because text messages are really getting in the way because the expectation of those, like here with you, uh, Severin, you are like, I don't want them to text me at all. I think it's, I think it's lazy. Um, I'm a texter myself because of my job. I can't pick up the phone. Uh, many times I can't. So the best somebody's going to get for me sometimes is a text. And that's effort for me because it's the best I can do. Um, but, but 
that needs to be a that you know that needs to be an understanding. Like I've had clients that are doctors and they're in they're anesthesiologists and they're in surgeries all day. They can't make a phone call. They are literally working all day in surgery and can only text. So we need to have these conversations. As it looks like you are, you share up front. You're not big on texting, um, but just because you're not big on texting doesn't mean they're not. That's where we need to meet in the middle. So. I do see what you're saying. I think there are points where it can be seen as lazy because some people overuse it and it's all they use. And they're too lazy to pick up the phone. They're too lazy to go on a date. They just want to text all the time. That's out. No, no woman wants that. But I'm just saying from a communication and a regular communication standpoint, if he's traveling and all he's got is, is a text message, then that's what you get be grateful for it. He's thinking about you. You know, it's all he can give you, but he's thinking about you. So maybe just changing our perspective a little bit. But I agree, though, from the perspective of that's all you're getting are text messages. That's out. Nobody wants that. That is lazy. And you know what? <clears throat> I think my number one thing was going to be that people are lazy. <laughs> they just are. I, I believe we've, we've, we've text message, social media, all of the uh, the electronic, you know, and technology chains we have to, we have bound to us, have made us the, or given us the ability to be so, and we should ask a potential person that we're interested in what they prefer. Do you like a phone call or do you like text message? Um, if you don't have that conversation and you have a preference like you do with the text message, tell them. Tell them up front, and if they don't, if if they can't do it, they should tell you right away. And if they if they tell you that they will call you and they don't, then they just don't respect you, and why waste your time? So that's how I feel about that. And Tina says, "What's worth it won't be easy, and what's easy won't be worth it." That comes for the sex, and that is correct. Uh, that is correct. What's the hurry, uh, guys? Women that move too quickly that use sex as a tool to reel you in. There's, that's, there's something not healthy there, all right? And you're signing up for it because once you cross that line, whether she she's, says it's casual or not, you're bound to it. And there's, there is now an emotional connection and there's going to be an expectation. And I know from some of you guys, you've learned the hard way when you cross that line too early, now the expectations change. Well, you've, you've now got, gotten intimate. Now there's a different expectation for how you should act, guys. Don't go there too quickly or that will happen. Okay. Uh, you know, so I wanted to back these back up. So moving too quickly sexually. And then on the back end, and guys, this is really important for you to hear this one, not moving fast enough. So what do I mean by that? Uh, not just sexually, not just like getting her in bed quickly, but, but that intimate piece. A woman wants to know, and you want to know, if there's some level of intimacy between you. You do not have to mug down on a first date. But if you found each other attractive and you were that into the person and you wanted to give them a sweet kiss, that's okay. Guess what? Because what you've established is you've crossed the line between friendship and an intimate relationship. And you, if you wait too long to do that, you're going to go in the friend zone. And I really, sex too really complicates things, Tina. It does, yes. I really feel like that it, I see so many people get in the friend zone because 
they didn't they didn't act upon moving it out of the friend zone with some level of intimacy. That could be sitting next to your person on a second date or something. And if they are comfortable with it, you may be putting your your hand on their hand on the table. You may be holding their hand. Um, you may be putting your hand on their leg. Uh, you know, whatever that looks like. And it may be a kiss goodnight. It may be embrace. It may be a hug. It may be, you know, a snuggle before they get in their car. Who knows? Uh, but... And guys, for God's sakes, walk a woman to her car. Walk a woman to her car. If it's nighttime and you guys have met for a date and her car is parked, right? And if, she, if it's valeted, wait for her to get her car. Wait for her. Give the valet her, her ticket first and wait for her to leave. That's the proper thing to do. Why am I saying this? Because guys, you don't do it. And, and why do you guys not walk a woman to her car? If it's nighttime and you don't do that, that's a deal breaker. It is. I, I hate to say it, but where did you get your manners, guys? Where? Where? Any? Is there any guys watching that wouldn't walk a woman to their car at night? I know that's crazy, but that is that is a deal breaker for lots of women. Um, and it should be because it says you don't know how to be a gentleman. Because what a woman wants is to feel safe. You have that opportunity on a first date to make her feel safe by making sure she gets in her car to go home safely. Easy, guys. ABC123. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but again, make sure that you don't allow that to get in the friend zone. You wait too long to make that small move, small move, not big move, but small move, small gesture. Even if it's saying something, you don't even have to physically do anything. If you're a physical touch person, you may want to, to make sure they're comfortable with physical touch. But it could even be saying something a little sweetly provocative, not sexually provocative, but sweetly provocative. You know, even telling them they look sexy or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to go into it if you need that kind of training. I'm not your person. Um, and Jamie says it should be a deal breaker not walking a woman to her car. Absolutely. You are a gentleman. You get it. I know I know. a lot of times I'm preaching to the choir to a lot of guys that watch the show. Um, but I also know guys that watch the show that aren't doing some of the stuff. So uh, there we have it. All right. So... Uh, that I my next one was dismissing someone great because you don't find them attractive. I talked about that earlier. Stop that. Attraction is not the most important thing. I get that you want to be attracted to your person. I get that you want to have chemistry with them. Chemistry and attraction are two totally different things. Attraction is for kids. It's that, oh, he's so cute. Oh, she's so pretty. She's so hot. That's so kid, right? If we want where's where is the connection ultimately? If it's long-term, it's values, morals, qualities in a person. It's how your lifestyles mesh together. It's commonalities. It's beliefs that you all have together. You guys have got to start looking deeper. It's not all about attraction. And don't underestimate attraction because somebody could be not attractive at all physically to you, but yet you get to know them or you start seeing qualities in them that you find attractive, the qualities you find attractive can make them more physically attractive. So stop writing off people that aren't physically attractive. I don't know how you do this on dating apps, ladies, because 
everything is so picture driven. Um, and I haven't been on them to be able to see. I see you guys swiping through these sometimes, but why not just say yes to more and see what's see what substance you get uh, underneath all that. So try try that. Try um, if there's. I mean, if somebody repulses you, I think I may have even talked about this last week. If somebody repulses you, it's okay not to. But if they don't repulse you, at least look, read their profile, see if there's something distinguished about them. And guess what? Everybody takes bad pictures, right? Everybody takes bad pictures. The ones, the girls that do, put filters on them so they look like different people. That's a whole nother thing. Um, and that's another reason why dating isn't working because you guys are filtering your pictures and putting wrong ideas out there about who you are. And then somebody meets who you are and it's it's like bait and switch. They're disappointed. So don't do that. Um, do not do that. Uh, so attraction is not the driving force. Know yourself, know what you want, know what you need, know what you're looking for underneath at all. Anybody that's ever been in a long-term relationship or married gets that it's the everyday things. It's the everyday things. What are your commonalities? Uh, do you respect each other? You know, if you're a hard worker, are they a hard worker? You need to respect them. Uh, you know, you just, you have to have those underlying things. If they are a person that likes to be on the go all the time and you're a couch potato, guess what? That's going to stink after a while, right? There's going to be a, there's going to be some level of disconnect when they're out doing crazy stuff all the time and you're home, right? It doesn't work. So you got to find your people. Uh, okay, so uh, so I think the other thing is, and let me just, this doesn't have to take long, people that are out dating, people that are out there dating and on dating sites that aren't ready to date, that aren't emotionally ready and they're not physically ready, right? You see it all the time. And people get in they ask you out on a date or they go out one time. And they're like, you know what? I'm not ready for this. I'm just not over my ex. I hear from you guys a lot. These women that break up with their boyfriends, get on a dating app to, to soothe their ego uh, and make them feel better and not make them feel alone. And they get on a dating app, start dating people. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I miss my ex and get back together with their ex. I hear it from guys a lot with late, with you ladies. So, uh, so don't date until you're ready to date and be realistic about that. I mean, I know there are different times in our life, everyone, it doesn't matter your age. There's different times in your life when you're busy or you have something going on or you're taking multiple trips or traveling. Not the best time for you to meet somebody. If you don't have the time to dedicate to a relationship, even though you may really, really want one, if you don't, dating and getting to know somebody takes time and effort. And if you don't have that time and effort available, don't put yourself out there because all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure and disappointment and the person that, you know, could have been something. Uh, okay. So <laughs> uh, I already talked about dating in a compatible age pool. For those of you that you missed the beginning of this, I'll say it again. Date in your age pool. I don't care how young you think you look or how young you feel, so you think you should date in that a younger age pool. You need to date in five years-ish. If you're in your 50s and 60s, you need to date in your within probably five years-ish, maybe 10, depending on, depending on, you know, there's plenty of people that have their old souls that could date older, but don't go more than 10. Okay. So 
that's that's that. Any questions so far, guys, or comments? Hey, Elizabeth. Uh, okay, so I have so many. I've got multiple lists. So uh, where are we on time? Okay. All right. We don't have much time left. So, uh, so I'm going to try to go fast. Uh, I think one of the reasons we talked about why people are still single, I think one of the reasons people are still single, so this is going to take a little dire different direction. It's more big picture. And that is that people aren't getting out there and doing face-to-face -face meetings with people. The best way to meet people is face-to-face. -face. It is. All these dating apps where you're, you have the ability to chat with somebody or get ignored or ghosted from somebody for months is absolute a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of time. And furthermore, going on dating apps where you're going by a picture versus who the person is is a waste of time. Um, you know, Obviously, face-to-face -face is where it needs to be. So here's my suggestion if you are on a dating app, and that's what your means is for, for finding people. Get on that date, get on that face-to-face -face interaction soon, whether it be a date right away or a FaceTime right away. You need to meet that person, cut the communication out, cut the expectation out, just meet the person face-to-face. -face. That's that's where we need to go. Um, so, you know, people are relying on social media. I mean, that's another, it's a whole other thing going on there. People are using social media to pick up people. I can't tell you the amount of friends I have that say, hey, Jen, I met a guy that knows you. He's friends with you on Facebook and he's asking me out. I don't, I'm not... If you want to know about somebody, you can message me, but just don't assume that because they're on my Facebook that I know them intimately. I know some people, but not intimately. I don't know who they are. So don't, and I would say that with anybody, just because they're friends with one of your friends or two of your friends or 10 of your friends or 200 of your friends, don't assume that's okay, right? Don't assume that that person is okay. You have to find out for yourself, and I would do some checking before you engage or before you go out with that person uh, to make sure that you are dealing with, you know, a, a sane person because sometimes there are people on Facebook or on social media sites that you don't know very well, but people will take your friendship with them as a, uh, as a recommendation. I wouldn't do that. Um, that can, that's a huge waste of time. And don't stalk people on Facebook. Don't go through people's friend lists and their comments and people that are on there and try picking them up. You know, it, it's, I know it's a great way to meet people, but let it be organic versus, you know, the way that some of you are aggressively doing that because I hear some crazy stories. Uh, so our busy lifestyles too, guys, nobody can attest to this more than me. We're all really busy. We're, we're, I get it. This is, we, we, many of us live very fast paced lifestyles. And if you live too fast of a lifestyle, too fast of a pace, don't date. If you don't have the time, don't do it. But don't use it as an excuse either, right? You have to make time. We, we're all busy, but if dating and having a intimate relationship uh, is important to you, please put the time in. I don't, you have to put it up on your priority list because you, know, you could end up 65 years old and have an amazing job and no companionship. And you don't want to waste your time in your life 
um, putting your energy into things that don't, that aren't matters of the heart, right? So, so take the time for a relationship and don't be too busy uh, to put the energy in. Uh, let's see, if you've had gout, date in your age pool. If you have had gout, what does that mean, <laughs> Ron? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I, we talked about uh, busy passes, fear of commitment, unrealistic expectations, lack of communication and effective communication, uh, and uh, authenticity and trust. Um, one of the, one of uh, one of the big problems is when I talk about authenticity and trust you guys aren't showing people who you are. You're going, you're sending your best representation out on a first date and you're not asking the questions you need to ask on a first date. Why are you not getting a second date sometimes? Why are you not getting in a relationship? Because people aren't feeling your depth. And that's a big one as a matchmaker and a coach. And I hear this stuff all the time, especially from men, ladies. You ladies are trying to impress so much with your looks and with the outside stuff and being a fun date versus being someone that they connect with. When a guy feels like he has an emotional connection with you, then he wants to go on another date with you and vice versa. You know, guys, a woman wants to know that there's some depth in you too. Um, that this, this first date, should there should be some type of emotional connection on a first date. So that means you need to ask some of the bigger questions. I mean, it's okay when you're talking about, okay, you're single. Why are you single? You know, what happened in your last, you know, relationship? How long were you married? What happened in your marriage? Those are, those are great first date questions. I would want to know that. I would personally want to know that. Uh, I'm a matchmaker. I ask that to people all the time on a first interview <laughs> because it's important. I want to know who that person is and why they got out. Uh, Tina says, maybe you have too much depth and they have none. Absolutely. Mm. Well, you'll find out that really quick if you are if you are pouring in your depth and they they don't have any you're going to you're going to get shut down pretty quickly. Uh, you know, and I'll say this to people because I know there are a lot of people that watch the show that have a lot of depth. I'm one of them. That's something that's like a big like deal breaker for me if depth isn't there. If you have a lot of depth, put that at the top of your list to find somebody else that has a lot of depth. Because meaningless conversations to me are an absolute waste of time. I don't want to talk about the weather or what the Barbie movie, whatever that is. You'll never, I will never go see the Barbie movie. I am all girl. And I played with Barbies when I was little, but I'm not going to go to a Barbie movie. <laughs> um, but... But, and I don't want to talk about a Barbie movie is my point. I've seen all these posts. I'm like, who cares? But my point is, is that, you know, we're at an, we're at an age and a time where people, everyone is looking for an emotional connection and they're looking for depth. And if they're serious about finding love, they want depth. So show that side of yourself, be authentic, show that side of yourself. Uh, and uh, let's see. Um, Grow up as in regards to communication. 
You know, I think communication is one of the biggest deal breakers out there in dating today. Uh, and it's from both parts. It's from men and ladies, right? So some of you men are great at communicating and you're not getting it back from women. I hear it so much. Um, some of you women really like to communicate and really want those text messages and want that guy to fill up your phone all day. And some of you guys need to ask her and try to fill that space. Although, ladies, I would love for you to uh, to text your girlfriends all day long and not expect all of that from a guy. If a guy texts you in the morning and in the evening and he's a busy guy and he's a professional, that's fine. Um, that is that is that's great. Don't have any expectations for how much he should be texting you. If you need if you need to communicate like that much, go to your girlfriends. Okay, so uh, so. Uh, we are uh, we are coming to the close of the show. Anybody uh, have any questions? Um, so we've got Tina. You're hunting your trucks, your toys. It's okay to like and have hobbies, but there's got to be more. Okay. Uh, so you know what? She, she's you're right, Tina. And. Guys and girls, thank you. This is should should be right in the top 10. Everybody's got their life. You get in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, you've got your life going. And it's it's okay to have a life. And it's okay to have activities with your friends. And it's okay to be okay being by yourself. But, but here's the other piece of it. You don't want your life so busy that you have no room for somebody else. So yes, you have your hunting trips and your, you know, your basketball Saturdays with your friends and all those other things. But if you don't make time for your intimate relationship, then you, then your intimate relationship will fail. So it's super important that you make time in your schedule. And ladies, it's the same as you. I mean, I cannot stress this enough to you ladies. You ladies that are out doing dinner with your girlfriends, you're taking trips with your friends, you know, you're doing happy hours with your girlfriends, your life is full. No man can compete with that. Okay? So do we want to bring her in, Jordan? Okay. Um, so... So, uh, so yeah, no woman, no man can compete with all of your activities. So it's super, super important that everybody make time and space um, for uh, for a partner. Okay, so uh, ladies, cancel all the happy hours with your friends, right? Um, cut back on the on the social schedule a little bit. Uh, and guys, you know, we know you love to hunt and fish and do all that fun stuff, but make time for her. I mean, and, and do it enough in advance where, do it enough in advance where she can get ready and plan for it and get, give her something to look forward, uh, forward to. Um, okay, so I have uh, Miss Karen Angus looking... <laughs> She, she snuck in here uh, looking beautiful, and uh, she is here to talk about trout. We still want to get the singles trip going. Yeah, we can get some people to tell us where they want to go. Yeah, so uh, Karen and I were talking this week. Um, I I want to do a singles trip, and I know you. we've all talked about this before. I know we've done happy hours and things like that. I really want to put a trip together, uh, maybe early, like early next year, January, February, something like that. Uh, and I want a beach, so I'm all about Cabo. So she's gonna, she's going to uh, give us yep. some locations. Cabo. Yeah. 
We have a couple of them. So let's do, um, throw it out there, some all-inclusives. Yeah. Maybe. And yeah. then some regular, nice four and a half, five-star properties on the beach where we can kind of give it a little mix. So we'll let everybody decide what they want. Yeah. So I love Mexico. Rough Creek Lodge. Where's that? Re Rebecca says Rough Creek Lodge. Where's that, Rebecca? Not on the beach. Is that in Cabo? <laughs> you know, we were. T I was. I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he has a bunch of houses up in Oklahoma, big houses that you rent out. I thought that would be fun too Ooh. to do, like a, you know, to get a to get a big house and and get maybe you know twenty people or whatever it'll hold and do cookouts. And I mean, you know, the thing is, is is singles trips are fun, and I think a lot of people wait. I think a lot of people wait for. Other singles so they can do a vacation. Do. I get asked that all the time. You know, where's the singles cruise? Where are we going? Where's everybody want to go? So let's put it together. Singles cruises. I know. They're a thing. They're a thing. They're a thing. So that's also an option. You know, maybe do a beach and then let's do a cruise. Let's figure out where to go. Or just a day boat. Day boat. <laughs> we can do day boat. <laughs> I'll take a yacht. That's fine. <laughs> oh, she says it's in uh, Glen Rise, Texas. Glen Rose, Texas, yeah. Oh, Glen Rose. Okay. Got it. Rough Creek Lodge is five-star resort, 90 miles from Dallas by Glen mm -hmm. Rose. So, so we were yep. kind of on the same page as far as talking about doing something a little bit more local. Um, I got it. It sounds fun. I, I uh, definitely want the beach. Laura says Ryu, the adult one in Cabo. Yeah, Ryu is nice. Uh -huh. That'd be a good property to do. Got it. I was thinking LeBlanc or... Uh, Wanda says, that sounds like fun. Sounds better than a Barbie party. We're not doing a Barbie party. <laughs> Wanda, we're not doing a Barbie party. Yeah, I may be wearing pink because I love pink, but yeah. And Barbie pink is my favorite color, but I you'll never catch me at the Barbie movie. Sorry, ladies, if that is one something you like. But, um, but yeah, I'd rather go see uh, what is the... All that... Mission Impossibles and all the action movies <laughs> or a good documentary. I don't know. Um, so funny. Um, but but so where are people booking now? You've been slammed. I've been slammed. Uh, book in 2024. So they're going to Europe. Lots of all-inclusives, lots of cruises. Everybody wants to get out of town. So book early. A uh, lot of space. If you wait too long, your price is going to be higher. You're not going to get any room. And then it's going to be like, what are we going to do? So... It's um, book early, 331 days out. We can book your flights. So let's plan where we're going next year. I, I can't believe people are planning this far in advance for a vacation. I can't. I, I mean, I'm lucky if I can do it a month in advance. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm your friend. I'll I know you to book you're gonna out. let me help. Yeah, yeah she, she has been she has been on me for so long to get the singles thing together. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do this. I love your ideas, everybody. So uh, rough rough creeks, great, beautiful resort, hiking, riding horses, shooting, fishing, excellent food. I like that idea. That's uh, that is that's pretty cool. I mean, it's close by. Um, we could play. That might be something we could put together pretty quick, but I'll have, I, Karen, is that something you can mm -hmm. look into? Yep, definitely. I mean, it's local. It's in Texas. It's not a beach. Do we I? We need a beach. We need a beach. Need I know. Beach. We really want to go to a beach, everybody. We really, so, so if there's any other beaches, even in the U.S. that, you know, might be fun, uh, send us your ideas because I haven't been to many beaches. When I lived in Georgia, I used to go to Florida all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. You know, Rosemary Beach was like in Destin, like the places to go uh, because it was just a six, seven hour drive from Atlanta. So we just drive down there all the time. Do you know Hilton Head was an hour and a half from Atlanta? Yeah. I went to Hilton Head Island all the time. 
I would just literally get up like, I'm an hour and a half. Can you imagine? Closer than Austin is for us, you know, just to get it and be able to go to the beach that quickly. Amazing. Anyway, uh, so, um, so next week, Karen will bring pictures. We'll yep. have pictures. Yes. We will. Yep. We'll have pictures of we'll some different resorts at Cabo. And guys, if you want to send us some of your ideas, uh, we can have Karen look those up for us and put something up because we really want to make a decision so we can start get making plans and putting people together because we need probably how many, Karen? 25, 30? 25, 30. 25, 30 people? Group. Okay. All right. So tell your friends. That's what we're going to do. Uh, you know what? I just talked about meeting people face-to-face. -face. You would be amazed how many connections happen face-to-face. -face. On my trips, people always connected. There were multiple connections on, on trips that I've had, single trips that I've had. So it's just, it's one of those things. We'll get together. We'll do some, we'll do some coaching, you know, some conversations like this. You'll get to find out who people are in an, an environment that's not threatening, you know, because you're not on a first date. You're just talking. And then if you like them, you can pursue them on your weekend trip. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I like that. And so, okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, nope. I think we got that. Next week, we'll have a bigger plan. We'll and know pictures. where we're going, some pictures, ideas of when everybody wants to go. We'll get a date set, maybe mm -hmm. between when football season's over and before Super Bowl and kind of fit it in there so we're not missing any football. We're not missing a football nope. game. Karen is a fellow Georgia Bulldog. Right. We're going to a Go couple dogs. games. We are we are planning a couple games yeah. this year. Houston, yeah. here we come. Uh, Houston. Oh, well, Houston's yeah. fine, but Georgia, here we come. I know, but Houston's end of game, end of the year. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Love you all. Thank you for being here. Alan, hi. Um, thank you everyone for joining. Uh, loved your feedback. Always love your feedback. If there's anything you want to talk about on the show, you guys send me your ideas all the time, which is some of the, the reason I did this one again, because so much of the content came into me is what you wanted me to talk about. But send me any thoughts you have and any ideas you have for shows in the future, because I want this to be about you and, uh, and helping you guys win and find love. So have a great, great weekend, and I will see you in two weeks. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.